1: What's going on, everyone? This is CLMS Media's Patriots postgame show alongside Marv Dazon, Mike Molyneux. Patriots keep on rolling, Marv. A victory over the Cleveland Browns at Gillette Stadium, 27-13, moving to 8-0, still undefeated on the season, 4-0 at home. This is a game, Marv, where, you know, early in the season, I know we looked at the schedule, Patriots had some easy opponents early on, but this is the one game early in the beginning of the season that said, okay, I believe the Cleveland Browns had a high-powered offense. Right. This might be the game where they have some trouble. But, I mean, from the start, Patriots' defense came out dominant like they had been all season. You know, Cleveland were, was able to get some points on the board, but overall, the Patriots did what they usually did,
0: held the team down for the most part, and marched on to another victory. Yes, once again, another game where the Patriots only let up one touchdown. Baker Mayfield, twenty for thirty-one, one hundred ninety-four yards for one touchdown and one interception. The game started off where you thought, "Here we go again, another huge blowout." From the first play of the game, almost Nick Chubb runs the ball. His own lineman kicks it out the out of him, and, Patri- and Patriots recover. Dante Hightower brings it brings it back. Next time, they, um Cleveland goes down to Phil. Nick Chubb gashes off on the line, goes all for maybe, what, 40, 40 40 46 yards? yards. Yeah. And then Jonathan Jones comes out of nowhere and hits the ball out to get, you know, the fumble recovery. It looked like the Patriots from right there on were going to take over this game. And essentially they did with a 27-13 lead. But there were some issues that the Patriots faced in this game. I know we're definitely going to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, one... Big piece that we want to definitely jump on when it comes to this game. The new addition of Muhammad Sanu. Right. You know, obviously, the still somewhat weird situation. Manu, Sanu, sorry, Muhammad Sanu in, Josh Gordon out. Uh, we'll still – hopefully we'll get some details about that situation uh, as, you know, in the upcoming weeks. But, yes, Muhammad Sanu, new to the team. Uh, finished the game, five targets, two receptions, 23 yards. Obviously – you know, it's going to take some time for him to really get acclimated with the Patriots offense, the system, what Brady likes, what uh, Josh McDaniel wants from him. Um, but he's a veteran receiver. And you have to believe that, you know, in implementing or adding a veteran receiver to the offense can only mean a couple great things. It's not a veteran receiver who's a bum either. Mohamed right. Sanu is a very solid receiver and, and it will take some time. But you can see. That the Patriots wasted little
0: time in trying to get him involved. Yeah, even in the first the first quarter, you know, I believe he got two targets in that first quarter. Um, the connection wasn't there yet, but let's let's think about you know the field conditions as well during this game. You know, it was raining hard. <clears throat> there was times where the ball wasn't getting there. Brady, or as we all know, Romo explained it perfectly. One of the best quarterbacks when it comes to torrentious, you know, weather and whatever it may be. He gets the ball there. Um, if you remember that the throw he threw to Dorsett in that first quarter was amazing, right on the dime. Uh, Dorsett, another guy whose role gets a little big without the uncertainty, not having Josh Gordon, implementing a new receiver. and a new Dorsett, three receptions for 43 yards. He had six targets in this game. So, you know, all around, it was it was a decent effort by the offense no, I've seen some of the comments, people saying the offense sucks and everything like that. It's not the offense. It's the offensive line. Offensive line is trash. The offensive line was really <clears> bad <throat> in this game. You know, at times we, we've been saying, okay, Brady's been off, or the receiver's lack of talent, or the running game hasn't been good. This game is solely on the offensive line. Newhouse, we've been saying Newhouse, you know, he's doing okay. He's doing okay. He's doing okay. He's trending down, down, down. This is the week where we start to find out about Isaiah Wynn. Is he going to be in practice? This is the week where we really need to start paying attention on him because he can't be the answer. Cleveland Browns, they have a respectful defense. You know, Miles Garrett is a monster, and it seemed like they were getting at Brady at Will who got sacked three times for this game. Uh, Yeah, going back to what you said about the comments,
1: I'm seeing the comments too. You know, offense is struggling. Brady looks off. <clears throat> Excuse me. I've said this many times over and over again. It doesn't matter how great of a quarterback you are. Brady, Rodgers, Brees, whoever. If your offensive line sucks and you continue to get pressured and you don't have time, you're going to be off. Right. That's just what it is. It doesn't matter how great of a quarterback you are, you know, how pretty your passes is, how, how accurate you are. If there's pressure, it's going to be a rough day for the quarterback. And we can see it here. Some of the comments saying yeah Brady look at, looks off. He looks yeah. off because he doesn't have the time that he probably would prefer in the pocket or some of the time you know earlier in the season. I would not even say Brady looked off today. I would disagree with that. Brady looked good. Brady, looked yeah. Brady one of the comments good. believe Brady's off. That's what I'm saying. It's mm-hmm. not Brady. It's not really Brady. But if he's getting rushed in the pocket, he has to throw on a run, and he's might be seeing ghosts versus and yeah. Darnold. You know, it's it's gonna be tough for him for sure. But you know, when I really look at this offense overall, yes, you hopefully Nikhil Harry is back. One thing for sure that you want is health. Edelman, once again, leading leading the charge, eight receptions on eleven targets, seventy-eight yards, two touchdowns. You're gonna need him. You know. Edelman how to, he's having a great season. He's having a great season. I know I know you talked about some of the drops that right. he's had, but for the most part, he's been a solid receiver all season long, Brady's, you know, number one option. But you're going to need him to stay healthy for sure. James White stepping up, four receptions, uh, 75 yards. You know, these are guys who Brady relies upon. Obviously, again, uncertainty, some new trying to get acclimated. Josh Gordon is looking like he's out the window. You're going to probably want to see if you can work Nikhil Harry into the mix. I think that it's going to have to come a point where, Pitches are going to have to be set on these weapons that they have. Believe that they'll stay healthy. You know, obviously, you want guys to stay healthy and push forward through the rest of the season with this current offense.
0: I liked, um, I liked what I saw from Sony Michelle this game. Twenty-one carries, seventy-four yards, no touchdowns. Especially in the first half, it looked like he was really, you know, put pushing the temp, pushing the tempo. Obviously, you knew that they were going to run the ball a lot when, when you look at the weather here. And there was a play specifically that um, it was. I believe it was in the third quarter. I may be, I may be wrong. It was, it was just a four, uh, third, third and one, and. One of the defensive linemen got to Sony Michelle real quick, and it was like a, a trip tackle that he could have got Sony Michelle. And, and Sony tripped, but he still was able to gather and get that first down. And that's something we haven't really seen for Sony. Sometimes, you know, breaking tackles it has not been his greatest thing, especially those little ticky tack tackles when they get you by the leg. And you could see that Sony Michelle, you know, that he had that balance to go and stretch out and get that first down. And that was something that really stuck out for, for me there. Um, James White. What can we say about this guy? Mister? He's Mr. Consistent. I love James White, man. You know, um, second in receiving yards, uh, next to uh, Julian Edelman. Edelman has 78 yards. James White, 75. Four receptions for 75 yards. Obviously, we think about the screen pass that he had that went for almost 60 yards right there. And he had some bursts of speed on that pass right there. So, you know, bringing in Rex is really good as well. He had a solid start to the season. Implement him because you. we all know when you have Rex Burkett on this team, there's no guarantee how long he could stay. Exactly. That boy is fragile (laughs) as hell. Someone asked about um, Sunu, how did we think he looked. I thought Sunu looked all right. Seeing him in motions and, you know, in blocking packages as well, that already tells me he's already understanding the offensive package already. So that that was a good sign for me. Yeah, you know, again – Obviously, a lot of hype with getting the kill Harry back. But if you have
1: a veteran receiver in there, it makes it a little bit easier you know, get him acclimated. Someone who's been around the league, been around the lingo for a long time. It'll take Sanu not too long to really be a huge part of this, um, this, this offense. You know, on the defensive side, though, Jamie Collins balled out. Yeah. Finished the game with 12 revenge game tackles. Revenge game, 13 total tackles, you know. A, sack, a tackle for a loss he is sack and a half. I think he combined uh, for a sack with uh, Chase Winovich. But, yeah, revenge game and another game with this defense in general just look like a team where, and like I said at the beginning of the show, this quite possibly – I understand the season that the, the Browns are having, but quite possibly the best offensive team they faced. Chubb is a solid running back. You saw the numbers he put up today, 20 carries, 131 yards. Um, they have Jarvis Lindy and Odell Beckham, big-time receivers. It was a little bit of a test for the Patriots. I'll say that. When you have the guys who can make plays uh, like like the Browns have, but it's just the Browns, Baker Mayfield, it's not clicking for them right now. So, obviously, the Patriots have a game here where they get a victory and a huge defensive performance against a team that's struggling. Right.
0: And, look, we look at the score, 27-13. to 13. Chubb doesn't fumble those two balls to begin the game. With, with, we're talking about a different, a different ball game here. Um, the defensive line. This is the first game where we finally seen. Okay, the Patriots defense. Some they, they, there was something that wasn't spectacular. Defensive line and, and the run, the run defense. They got exposed today. Nick Chubb was able to do whatever he wanted on the field once he stopped fumbling. Obviously. <laughs> In the first quarter, Nick Chubb had a great game, twenty carries for one hundred and thirty-one yards. And you know, Cleveland Browns kitchens—they're a bunch of dummies. Because I would have just kept feeding Nick Chubb. There's no reason why Sony Michelle—you you, you won't even know it—but Sony Michelle, I'll Nick Chubb in this game. Buy, which is, <laughs> which makes five carries, but by one carry, but Nick Chubb should have had 25 to 30 carries and he was balling nonstop. And Nick Chubb's a guy who you can also, you know, throw the ball to. They just weren't using their their skill sets. You know, Kitchens was making some questionable calls as well. Um, Baker Mayfield, I know a lot of people want to get at him. He looked decent. He looked decent in the game. When he had time to throw the ball, he was finding the receivers. They were finding lanes to get open. It was not like the Patriots' defense was almighty and stopping them. They had a great game plan. They they stopped the, um, Browns on third downs when they needed to. But they were all right. But it was good to see enough times Baker Mayfield getting sacked five times. Five times, yeah. Getting sacked five times, you know, putting the pressure on him. He wasn't seeing no ghosts like Darnold. But oh, he's, a doing, he's a better quarterback than Dalton. He's way better quarterback <laughs> than Cook, clearly. But 13 points, another week where you. 13 points seems like a lot now here in New England. I mean, you, let yeah. up that much.
1: you see, Patriots give up 13 points, you know, because they're used to these performances where they're either shutting out opponents or maybe holding them to three or seven points. But I mean, when I look at the Browns, I know we want to continue talking about the Patriots a little bit, but just to talk about the Browns. There's no reason why this team should be struggling this bad with the talent. I believe Baker Mayfield is a great quarterback. Um and Nick this Chubb. Okay. Uh Nick Chubb is a pretty solid running back as you can see from the performance he has had today. Landry, Odell Beckham, two guys who can be at the top of their game, you know, top receivers in the league. It's to me it's the coaching. Their coaching over there needs a complete overhaul. I think
0: yeah, Kitchens is not ready.
1: Kitchens not the guy to do it. You know, I don't know the name of their offensive coordinator. Um, but I feel as if the Browns, and I know Browns have the stigma of being a sucky team. You know, my dad calls them the burgamizers for whatever reason. I don't know. Um, but I feel as if if they were ever to switch some things around in terms of coaching, that team should be much better than they are this current season. I mean, I know from the talk and their record sits at what two and five right now. They're not completely. Out of the pitching when it comes to playoffs and whatnot, I think they showed their schedule. They have a lot of divisional games left, right, right. so I mean the season's still right there in the palm of their hands. But
0: I do believe they should be better than their record shows, in my opinion. Cleveland Browns have shown this, shown today why they are what their record is: bad coaching, a lot of turnovers. That's what the Cleveland Browns are, and they're not going to, and they're undisciplined. They had a lot of penalties in this game. And with all of those – with those three things right there, that I just said, Mike, you're not going to win many football games. It doesn't matter what your talent is. And if you're undisciplined, you turn the ball over, and, and you – um. Well, I can't remember what I just said in the back coaching. You have all three of those, you're not making the playoffs. And that's what, that's what the Browns have. They are who I thought they were. <laughs> now, uh, one guy
1: who clearly struggled today – Maybe, probably, obviously, due to the
0: weather, Mike Nugent two four on his field goals. He's not a good kicker. It's not today. It's not because of the weather. Mike Nugent is not a great kicker. That's why you see them go for fourth down so many times. He's not a good kicker, Mike. He's been he's been decent. He's not even decent. He's a subpar kicker. Let's see seventy five percent on the season and
1: field with field goal his field goal percentage which is... Sammy uh, Barber says that, that great. Um, um, stop it, I'm trying to... Maybe it's just me, because I think anybody's better than Gaskowski. You're crazy. But Nugent's struggling. I saw in the comments people think the whole kicking operation is just... is, is it's, 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 it's pretty bad right now between the kicking and the holding. um, And that's the area you usually think the Patriots have locked us. The little things that you think the Patriots don't really have to worry about, but Here's an area of the of the of the game that's been so, kind of a struggle all season. Whether it's been Kaskowski early on, whether it's been new, uh, Nugent now, whether it's been the holders or whatnot. Uh, luckily, the offense is the offense and the defense is the defense, yeah, right. so that's not something that really, you know,
0: really becomes a huge issue for the Patriots throughout the season. Right, man. Like I mentioned earlier, you're you're seeing the Patriots go for fourth down so much. Because one, you trust your defense, mm-hmm. even if you if you don't convert. And you know the kicking game is just not there. One of the kicks got blocks uh, in this game is cause Nugent just froze for like one second before he went out there to kick the ball. So you're like, what the what the hell is really going on with these guys? But I'm not too concerned about the kicking game right now. I mean, it hasn't really caused it, right? It hasn't bit us in the ass yet, you know, because of the the two missed kicks or whatnot because of how crazy this defense has been and the defense scoring and defense causing turnover and then at the end of the day you still have tom brady and those patriots i gotta get to know i don't have it in front of me right now they're converting fourth downs at a pretty good clip at the moment it's not like they're going to fourth down and oh my god they're they're not making it there was a fourth and seven Brady hit hit Edelman right away, and and they converted. So Patriots' offense also have confidence when they're fourth down that they are going to complete the play. So another thing we want to shout out here uh, for
1: sure, Bill Belichick reaches career, win number 300. 300 is special, man. 300, you know, shout out to Bill Belichick reaching that. Excuse me, I think, you know, it's a real testament to – just how successful he has been as a coach in the league and how successful he's been as a coach with the New England Patriots and the success he's had over the years. Because, I mean, the majority of those wins are coming from his time as the, as the New England Patriots head coach. But definitely
0: shout-out to him and reaching that milestone for sure. So <clears throat> a, couple, a couple people have things to say here. Um, Travis. Talking about Matthew Slater being a wide receiver, Travis. As you can tell right now, my voice, you know, <laughs> I'm not I'm not feeling too well. So I can't scream. I can't yell. I can't give you the energy that you were trying you are trying to get out of me. So I'm just gonna ignore it. No, I'm no, going no. to ignore it. Travis, that. Travis, listen, Matthew is a Hall of Famer.
1: Hall of Famer, not just the Patriots Hall of Famer. He'll be in Canton one day. But
0: him and receiving, let's just let that one go. Mike, you lucky I don't have the energy to yell right now either. You guys want to get me on a bad day, I understand. Moving on to another comment here. <laughs> Clifton says, I think we should start talking about 16 and 0, Mike. Nice statement. Don't you think, Marv? Listen. 16 and 0 is around eight. You halfway there right now. Listen. Listen. Okay. We are 8 and all. Right? Yeah. And Prior to when you was bugging me about 16-0, when we were mm. 1-0, and 2-0, I told you what, wait till like 7-0, 8-0, and then I'll start listening. I'm listening. Mm-hmm. I can listen now. Uh-huh. I won't say a damn thing about 16-0 until I see how the Patriots play against the Baltimore Ravens. A real test. A real winning team, I believe, in so my eyes. So if they beat the Baltimore Ravens. How they beat the Baltimore how Ravens. How they beat come the Baltimore now. If they, if they, how they, whatever. If that's a win, right? I will start entertaining y'all. Conversation. You're not, you're not entertaining it right I'm now. I'm listening, listening. I'm not, enterta- I'm not enterta- entertaining. entertaining. What's the next level past entertaining? Listen. <laughs> let's not let's not get let's not get crazy. You know, like you know, when you're in trouble and your parents are in the room, you just you're listening at you're listening at the door. That's where I'm at. I'm at the door right now. I'm I'm hearing it, but I haven't entered yet. I haven't entered okay. the party. All right. You
1: know, I'm chugging along. I like the, the momentum behind the undefeated season. The difference between 2019 momentum and the momentum from the 2007 season, you know, if they – if 2007, if they lost, I would have been heartbroken. If it was they lost like, week 10, I would have been heartbroken. Oh, that undefeated season no more. Oh, damn. Oh. Well. Now if they lose, I'm going to accept it, and I'll quickly move on because there's bigger things to worry about as you – move forward in the season instead of one loss, week ten to whoever they face. You know, I won't let it get to me if that were to happen. I think that's the difference between me now and back then. But I'm going to believe that it's quite possible that an undefeated season could happen. 19-0,
0: that's what you guys are saying.
1: If there's a team to do it, it's the New England Patriots. Obviously, this team right now has a lot of question marks, but then you look around the rest of the league and you're like, who is really that much better than the Patriots? Don't even look at the
0: NFC. Look at the AFC. You're, the Ravens are right now probably the biggest threat in your opinion. Ravens, not in the biggest threat, but they're the, they're the best threat. That on, they're the gonna, on the schedule. On oh. the schedule that they're, they're going to face. And I would really like to see, you know, them go up against a mobile quarterback in Lamar Jackson And then try we saw what Nick Chubb can do. Mark Ingram is capable of doing the same thing. Let's see how, how did they stop that. You know, they have a they are way better coached than the, the Cleveland Browns with Hargrove over there. They're way more disciplined. So I, I would like to see that test before I start chatting about some damn
1: 16-0. So, yeah, it's going to be a huge test for sure when the Patriots take on the Ravens Sunday night football, uh, 8.30, 8.20, sorry, 8.20 start time in Baltimore, too. Do you think that plays a big part? And oh, the fact and that they're on it the road makes roll. me
0: even more excited for the game. I'm a, travel out there, see uh, see how you can play against Baltimore. Redmond. You obviously, we all believe that they should win. How do you win? Do you make that a statement game? I, I see in the comments, you know, they're talking about uh, guys coming
1: back on moves that the Patriots need to make. Right. Um, TB12 is God says, don't think the Patriots need to make any more moves. Just get win. And Harry coming back. Uh, and that'll be the juice the offense needs. Um, <clears throat> obviously, win is huge. Nikhil Harry, yes, add him to the offense, give Brady more weapons, sure, that's always great. But those weapons don't matter if Brady doesn't have the proper protection. And I mean, am I one to really sit here and believe that Isaiah Wynn is going to be some kind of savior on the offensive line? I think at this point,
0: hopefully he's better than Newhouse. Yeah. That's I mean, all you can really ask for. That's. It's not it's not too hard right now the way he's he's been performing. And then not having um Shaq Mason, yeah. In the, in, in Mason and having Forenson, you saw that you saw that get exposed. Cannon, he played very well. He had a good game, he had a great block on one of the Brady touchdowns there. So, you know, just getting everyone back, having that continuity on the offensive line is huge right now.
1: Yeah. And you wanna make sure again that's something that's gonna be huge. You just hope that these guys can all just stay healthy, especially, you know, guys coming back from injury. Health. Health is what's going to be important for this team. I've said it. I think I don't see another team really beating, defeating the Patriots. It's the Patriots defeating the Patriots. And that's if they have miscues on the field, you know, or injuries really take a toll on them. That's the only thing I really see stopping this, you know, Patriots team from having uh, another successful uh, season. Our guy Eric. Is saying
0: that the Patriots need a kicker. Yeah, I mean, we, we we spoke about it earlier. Nugent is not great. He's not someone that once it once it gets past the 45 yard mark, maybe the 42-yard mark. Patriots are like, uh, maybe we should we should try to go for it. Because he's just he's not someone who's accurate at the at the moment right now. We thought he'd be a little better than he is right now. He's not that great. So, dude, are they going to make another move for kicker? I doubt it. I think this is what you're going to get from him all year. You just got to hope that this offense can put him in good positions to make shorter field goals. Shout out to Lagos, Nigeria. Yes,
1: sir. Hey, appreciate you for tuning in and sharing the comments. Um, But, yeah, when I look at this Patriots team, man, the kicker – the defense and offense, I think, really trump that. Not having a, a really accurate, reliable kicker is one thing, but the fact that you know Brady can possibly go out there and put points on the board. And then this defense can possibly get us 7 to 14. That's crazy. 7 to 14 points is coming from your defense each yeah.
0: game. That's so, what it seems or like. Putting you in a um, good position to score anytime time with, exactly. with, with the field position. So, you know, let's move on here. Oh, yeah, There's a lot of things we can
1: talk about for sure, but we want to get to this portion of the show, which is called the stars and sorries of the game. Please shout us out in the comments if you have any stars from yes, this game. You know the drill. If you have any sorries for this game, let us know for sure. Uh, let's kick it off with some stars, though. Marv, you have anybody who you want to shout out and give them a double M Patriots post game
0: star of the game? Star of the game has to go to Jonathan Jones. He made, you know, an incredible play. Nick Chubb, I explained it earlier, Nick Chubb gashes that line, goes for a 40-something yard, and he thinks he got a touchdown. He thinks it is glory days ahead. You know, Cleveland are going to win like Jarvis (laughs) Landry has said. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Jonathan Jones comes cocked up, fist up, Bangs the ball out, fumble, Patriots recover, and then from there you could really tell that okay, Patriots are gonna take control of this game. It has to go to my guy, Jonathan Jones. All right, all
1: right, Jonathan Jones for sure. Um seeing in the comments, Ben Watson. Ben Watson deserves a star of the game. Let's see his stats ben here. Ben Watson, huh? One reception for
0: 26 that was scores. a that was a crazy catch. That catch down that Brady threw to Ben Watson. I had no idea. Then it was Ben Watson who caught it because I said that's eighty four, but that does not look like Ben Watson. It was a it was a very athletic catch for an old guy right there. So I like I like that. That's why you're giving Ben Watson it, and obviously for helping out with the um the run blocking as well.
1: Yeah, man. Let's see who else here. I already see some some stories coming in for sure. Uh One guy who definitely deserves a star. Someone we already talked about earlier in the show, but again, Bill Belichick. Win number 300, um, continuing to just be one of the greatest, if not the greatest coaches, NFL coach, head coach to ever uh, be a part of the game. Shout out to him. He definitely deserves a star. Um, But if there's anybody else, I want to give a star to someone who I also mentioned earlier in the show, Jamie Collins. Revenge game, 13 total tackles, tackle for a loss, he got two hits on the quarterback as well, also combined with four sacks. Um, you know, I think anytime you're going against a former team, you want to play your best. It looks like Jamie Collins had that exactly on his mind. Um, so he definitely gets a star of the
0: game for me. Comments have Jamie Collins, a couple of guys. Um, Clifton says the defense, of course. Mohamed Sanu as a new New England Patriot, and Bill Belichick. Also, we have um, Hightower from Celtic Bird, calling him star. Hightower, another guy who had a great game from recovery. Um, James White for, you know, for we, what we mentioned earlier, that screen pass. Yes. You know, taking that for almost 60 yards as a star. So thank you guys for bringing in your stars of the game. But when there's the good, there's the bad.
1: And when you're bad on this show right here, we tell you sorry. So let us know. I seen a couple comments coming in. Mike Nugent,
0: yeah, you get that, dude. a freaking sorry, Mike. I want to hear you say it was the conditions, Mike. I want to hear you say on behalf of the people in the chat who gave Mike <laughs> Nugent a sorry. You're not slip. You're not slip. You know, <laughs> on behalf of the people, say, on on behalf of the Patriots post game show.
1: On behalf of the, the followers, the viewers, the listeners of the Patriots game show, I will, you know, relay your message to Mike Nugent. And from you guys, we'll give Mike Nugent a big, fat, story. sorry. It wasn't a
0: good game. New House. That's what they're giving him? Uh, yeah. New House. Yeah, New House was trash, man. New, new house. house was not – this was a very bad game for New House. Like I said, this is – You know, Cleveland's defense is not, you know, it's not bad. They have a really good defense there. They have a good line. And we saw if you have a good line, this offensive line is not able to stop him whatsoever. Brady got pressured way too many times. Newhouse got exposed bad on TV. We all seen it. So, You know what's interesting? If you're a sucky offensive lineman and,
1: like, you're constantly just letting guys knock you over, get past you, hit the quarterback, I wonder what that interaction is like between – Offensive lineman and the quarterback after the game. Not just any quarterback. Tom Brady. He walking in the locker room. Hey, Brady, man. I'm sorry. Rough, I had a rough day up there. So sorry. Well, I wonder
0: what does Brady say back to him. I don't think Brady says too much. Brady's had some bad lines. In his, in his, get him in next his time. time. Sorry, yeah. man. We'll get him next time. Just be ready to go.
1: Ready to go next time. I don't know. Back Brady. In Brady's mind, he's probably like, Mother Oh, yeah. Let yeah. it block him, dude. <laughs> sorry, you can't be beat up out here. But, yeah. Uh, Jarvis Landry. From Clifton gets a sorry of the game. You know, he was talking oh, some mess. For chatting. For chatting. That's a good one. You know, I think some of these guys, you just got to learn to just keep your mouth shut when you're going up against the Patriots. Obviously, yes. If you beat the Patriots, it's a big win. For some of these sucky, bum players in the league, probably one of the biggest wins of their career to say you beat the Patriots. Yeah. Especially if you beat them at Gillette. That's huge. That's something, you know, you got to
0: you tell your kids about.
1: Tell you, see, I beat the Patriots in Gillette Stadium. It's a big, I beat Tom Brady, Bill Belichick. In the issue, and some of these guys talk, and their mouth can't write checks, their hands can't catch. Is that the same? Say it one more time. Their mouth can't write checks,
0: their hands can't catch. Something I like that. You butchered it. I, <laughs> I think you butchered it. It don't, <laughs> it don't sound too pleasing to my ears right now. Something like that. Something... Can't cash the checks, checks and cash. Someone in someone in the chat will correct you. Someone that, in the chat, that, please. That didn't, that didn't sound. Tell easy. me the same, because I'm mixing it up right here. That didn't sound too nice. Right can't cash the checks and the checks in the bank. Stop it. Stop it. It's <laughs> getting worse. Now you, now you, now you just stop it. Who's your sorry? Man? Uh my sorry. Uh damn.
1: You know when I think about this game, I talked about and I saw. I agree. Someone said in the chat too. You know, kitchens,
0: oh,
1: that's my... kitchens, and the whole coaching staff. Maybe even the GM too, because like you got this talented team, who we all know is talented. I believe Baker Mayfield is a talented quarterback. Um, but like they just have a sorry coaching staff, and because of that, they deserve a sorry from here, from us here on the post game show.
0: Yeah. Just um, to add on to it, because I have the same sorry with Freddie Kitchen's like let's let's break down the talent. Let's look at my I'm sorry for my voice, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> let's break down the talent. You have Baker Mayfield, who Mike believes is a good quarterback. He's okay to me. You have Nick Chubb, who's a good who's a good running back. You have Odell Beckham. You have Jarvis. And they're best friends too. <laughs> the chemistry. You got Ward. Ward and as a as a corner, I think, is a very talented. You have Miles Garrett, who's playing as one of the, the best defensive linemen in the game that we have now. You give this team to anybody else, move the location, change the damn colors of that uniform, give a put another coach. That team is not no two and six or whatever they are, right? Two and five right now. It's the coaching. It really is the coaching. It's the coaching. it's the it's the place that where they're at. I think it's, it's just bad luck as a Cleveland player on the Cleveland Browns is bad luck. It's just you got it can't bad be, juju It's
1: bad juju. Shout out to Smith Schuster. <laughs> hey, Travis Scott believes Marv that if you cut your hair, shave and threw some glasses on, you probably
0: look like Matthew Slater. Who would he say? <laughs> you know, if Marv got a haircut shaved and put some glasses on, Look, ah, Travis. You talking all this? Sh- I can't. Hey, say. man, hey, come on, family-friendly. You, talk- you talking a lot right now because my voice is messed up. That's what you're doing. You know, I want to yell at you, but I can't. It's all good though. I don't look like no damn Matthew Slater. Stop. Oh, it. I'm man. not saying nothing wrong with how Matthew Slater looks, but y'all got to, you guys got to stop. Look, man.
1: Gave out our stars. Gave out our sorries. You know, definitely recap this. Browns Patriots matchup. Shout out to the Patriots for. Did,
0: did you see what someone said about who? About your comment? What they say? I don't know. I don't know if it's right though. It said your mouth writes checks that your ass can't catch. Limp biscuit. That sounds. Let me say it one more time. Your mouth writes checks. Yeah, that sounds right. Your mouth writes checks that your ass can't catch. Yeah, that's what I said. You didn't say that. What I say? Even,
1: <laughs> what I say? Look, you didn't say that. I said something along those lines. You didn't lines. say that. Anyways, Patriots move to eight and zero on the season, still undefeated on the season, undefeated at home in Gillette Stadium. Yes, yes. yes. Moving on to next week, they will be taking on the Baltimore Ravens, who
0: Mark thinks is possibly the biggest matchup. On you know, the season. Someone someone on the chat saying that they are a Raven fan and they're looking forward to this game. I've been looking forward to this game for a while. Like I'm a big fan of Lamar Jackson. I like the Ravens team in general, and I'm really excited for the Patriots, you know, going forward up to this. So, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm excited for game. this game.
1: It's a big game. Make sure you guys tune in. I, unfortunately, won't be a part of the post-game show that Sunday night. My sister, my lovely sister, oh, yeah. is getting married. Congratulations. I am a groomsman in the wedding, so I'll be away celebrating that monumentous moment in her life. And I'll be missing the game, too. I'll be checking it on my phone, but I won't be watching the game. You know, family comes before the Patriots. Definitely, man. Congratulations
0: uh, to your sister. Appreciate it. So I guess that means. Check this guy out right here. It's going to be us. It's gonna be us and that Travis, means
1: come take my spot. Oh, you can sit here. No.
0: <laughs> hell no. Travis. Don't do that. We
1: take we taking uh we taking up some somebody to fill in for, for Mr. Mike Nice next week on the show. Travis might
0: be the guy to do it. We'll see. I'm gonna need you guys next week, you know, fill in the comments. We're gonna have a great support oh, conversation God, Mark, sure. while Mike, you know, he's he's doing his one two steps on the dance. Yeah,
1: floor. find your nice little bridesmaid and do a little oh yeah, a little shimmy shimmy up. You know, a little something like an open bar too. Open bar? What you what's your favorite drink? Uh water.
0: Uh, open out. bar
1: for the water. What's <laughs> watch your uh, water. man? Hey, this has been the Patriots post-game show powered by the CLNS Media Network. Again, tune in next week. Following the game where Marv will be live. Uh follow us on Twitter. Check out the double M show. Check out the Patriots Roundtable. We're all over all of that content. What's the double M show? Double M show. That's when the sports, media, entertainment, music, urban culture all collides into one. and We have plenty of great discussions surrounding all of those areas. Make sure you guys check in on that show as
0: well with Marv and myself yeah that's it guys thank you guys once again for being in the chat from wherever you guys are from we love it man we got people from Lagos. saw someone from cincinnati checking in and all of the ones who always are here every week don't think we don't see y'all we see y'all we appreciate you guys so all love take care and we out